morning, good afternoon, hello and welcome to everybody joining us today. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to the Fairways podcast. Um, within the Fairways podcast, we'll be interviewing people from throughout Fairways um, who are industry leaders and experts in their profession, and we're just going to find out a little bit more about them. So, welcomes are all done. So, just a little bit as to why we're doing this and why Fairways felt the need to join the podcast world at all. Um, there are so many aspects to health and social care and education that just are never touched on. And we feel that there is chance to explain just a small section as to what we do and try and get to know the people behind um, the roles in Fairways doing that and how we do it and what we do a little bit differently whilst telling some stories and bringing that that feel of, of personality and character to a podcast. Um, we're hoping that these will become a regular thing that will obviously be informed by you guys who listen um and these will be up on spotify as we go through so without further ado i'd like to introduce our first and special guest for this episode he's someone i've worked closely with for almost four years now and i've seen him grow from a, a boy when he was 17 um when he first started at fairways to a now confident and professional 21 year old that we see thriving every single day. So, welcome to the podcast, Josh Vincent. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, so, how are you feeling about being the first guest on the podcast? I mean, I'm pretty excited. I'm the one who's going to be filming most of them, and, and I'm going to take, I'm going to take um, credit for my idea. <laughs> um, you, you are, you are going to be the brains behind this operation, no doubt. Yeah. Um, the one, the person behind the camera doing all the hard yards. Um, but you might also be joining us in the, the studio as it is for a few of our guests. Yeah, hopefully. Fantastic. So aside from being the first person on the podcast, how are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself and how's your year going so far? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I mean, it's only February, so, so far not much has really happened. I mean, um, me and my fiance went to Portugal for our anniversary um and we just came back just before valentine's day um that, that's pretty much that's all that's happened really this year yeah okay i mean it's been a busy start to the year yeah. i mean certainly in work it's been work-wise definitely it's been really busy so just being able to get the chance to go away for a few few weeks a few days sorry not a few weeks yeah um it's great and you've got a few more bits and pieces planned for the rest of the year yeah yeah um got another holiday coming up <laughs> i mean um oh that was another thing that happened uh this month was the apprenticeship awards and we'll probably talk about that a bit more. yes definitely but yeah i don't really plan things too far ahead i just kind of we kind of do things last minute and roll with the hurdles yeah exactly yeah nice nice so um as we're going to hope to do with each of our episodes and something that you'll maybe find is that we are avid podcast listeners and we listen to the entire spectrum of podcasts um is we'll be stealing a few and stealing is perhaps a little bit too far but we'll be borrowing a few ideas from other podcasts um that we like to try and maybe make this one something that we we would want to listen to it's inspired by them it's always inspired by the best um so we thought we would ask some questions to really get to know our guests yeah. early on and similar to i think it's the jackmate podcast they ask a, a, an idea that gets the conversation flowing around what would be your ideal meal deal um, we're going to keep it a little bit more sensible to begin with and um, I'm going to ask you just three questions um, to really get to know you and the inner workings of you. Okay. So 
what would you say the theme tune to your life is and why? I mean, it's kind of a hard question because I'm not really sure what my theme tune would be like. You're 20, you're 21, so yeah. it can be the theme tune to the first 21 years of your life. <laughs> Probably, I guess you could say congratulations by Post Malone. Purely the fact that he, like, one of the lines is like, um, what was it? It, it? It's basically just people thought he wouldn't be anything, and, and now he's getting congratulations from people, and and the only reason I say that is because I did so badly at the start of my life basically and you're now happy to have changed people's perceptions i'm fixing everything i'm making things better and i'm, I'm getting better so mm. well, well knowing you that is some that is a continual theme that you you like to talk about is how you feel that you've achieved so much now in in just a few years yeah um so we will definitely be touching on that later um so the second question is if you would have a dinner party which sounds very formal who would your three dream dinner guests be they could be dead or alive I'm a little bit of why behind each person. Um, so my first would probably... I'd probably just say... Okay, so if it's a dinner party, I'm probably making the food. It, it could be a barbecue. Yeah. It could be any sort of dinner. Gino DeCampo. Okay. Uh, the only problem with that is that if I'm cooking, that he would be rinsing my bolognese, but I do make a mean bolognese. For those so. who know Josh, he does make a mean bolognese. Yes. <laughs> Um, so Gino definitely, and he's just, he's funny, he's hilarious. Um, I wouldn't invite Gordon because that would just, that wouldn't go well. Would Fred be there? No, don't, nah. <laughs> nah. He's alright, but nah. It can get a bit wild with the three of them. Yeah, and I'd probably say my second will probably be Rowan Atkinson, just, he's funny. Um, everyone in England pretty much grew up, grew up watching him, you know, Johnny English, Mr. Bean, all that. Just, it just seems like a, a proper, like, dad slash almost granddad kind of he's iconic cool. yeah um and then my last one would just be obama i don't know people have mixed views about him um like the way he ran america or whatever i was so young so all i saw him was was just a nice guy mm. so I, I i've got his book and i haven't even read it yet because i don't read but i've got the book um but yeah yeah i mean they are they are is a real mix of guests at a dinner party yeah You've got former US president, you've got British icon, yeah, and and then maybe Italian icon, yeah, <laughs> in Gina. I'm not sure we're going to fly with that one, but um, that is a great, great insight into how your mind works. Um, so if you could go back and give 18 year old self, which isn't that long ago, <laughs> if you could give yourself one piece of advice from when you're 18, what would it be? Probably just like don't stop what you're doing because like ev ev like everything is going to work out if i if i changed anything from back then i wouldn't be where i am now so like if i didn't take this job or this apprenticeship i'd be in a completely different position i'd be in a job probably i don't like and i i probably wouldn't be as successful like i'd say successful i'm doing okay for considering I did so bad in school, mm. and if I didn't take this, I probably would be still struggling. You're allowed to say success. <laughs> You're allowed to blow your own trumpet here, which we we know that you don't like doing sometimes. Yeah. Um. No. Okay. So just stay stay with the same journey. Yeah. Yeah. Just just change. Like, don't change anything, and maybe save a bit more money. Save a bit more money. Save save more earlier because mm -hmm. if, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you started young anyway, didn't you? You were straight into an apprenticeship at 17. You, you know, you, it's not as if you had a protracted time where you didn't go into employment until your mid twenties. You started early anyway, but you would say get saving. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So thank you for that. Um, so we just want to talk about a few points. And for those who don't know, Josh joined Fairways as an apprentice in our marketing team in 2019. Um, do you want to talk us through sort of how that came about? What is your story up to that point? Yeah. Um, and what, what made you want to pursue an apprenticeship in the first place? So I'll go from the start. So I've said multiple times I did bad in school. Like academically, I'm just not good. Um, I'm not good at listening. I, I can't sit still. So like I did so bad and then when I left school I started a public services course in college which they gave me freedom with so I actually managed to learn quite easily with that and I, I managed to get a distinction in that I wasn't like the easiest course I've ever done and it's because it was like physical and you you aren't just sat there listening to a teacher and writing down things you yeah. actually had freedom to do your own research and write your own things up um, so I did fine with that and then I left there and then I started um an IT course at Brockenhurst College and that was just a completely different way it was it took me back to school kind of learning where you're sat in a classroom and it's boring and I didn't really understand it Hmm. and so I dropped out of that course and I looked for an apprenticeship um funny enough I dropped out my IT course I knew nothing about it and now I've, I've built my own PC and I know about it and it's just that's because I've learned off my own back and I've done it my own way with my freedom so yeah. um yeah but so I started an apprenticeship and I went through interviews uh fairways of one of them but um the one that got back to me first because I was desperate in need of one because I already dropped out of the college was um a plant hire company and god that was just so <laughs> basically the office was just a shipment container um mm-hmm. one shipment container and it was like two or three customer service assistants in there and my job all day would have been just answering phones from you know Balfour Beatty and and Bofus Homes and all that kind of stuff yep. and it was a cold shipment container it was rainy <laughs> and um as I was an apprentice just starting I didn't even have my own desk I didn't have a thing to like even do I had to take my own Mac my own MacBook in to mm. do my apprenticeship work, which my college was up in Mansfield, so I would have had to go there like what a month and a half, mm-hmm. like each time as a block booking sort of yeah, exactly. way of studying. So that was just ridiculous. And then one day I got a phone call from um, I can't remember who it was in HR, but um, someone within Fairways HR. Yeah, yeah, yep. basically saying, um, "Would you like to like?" join us and that was after my interview with you and Paul mm. um, and this was like a month or two after so I kind of <laughs> forgot what I, I remembered the place and I but I forgot what the company was and stuff a bit mm. I was like yes I'll take it like this is I'm out of here <laughs> and I, I gave him my resignation it was quite a quick one and I started May 20th 2019 yep nice memorable date yeah um, I, I, re- I remember your interview I, yeah. I remember we were looking for someone to join who was the, the typical marketing creative and Josh, I mean, ticked all of them boxes as as much as you can do as a as a person with l- not too much experience. Yeah. Um. But you you really showed us like that it that how you work and your passions. Um. I mean, you told us straight from the off that you liked music. You told us that you liked video gaming, and then you sort of knitted it all together by by showing us a demo song that you'd done on some YouTube channels. Yeah. 
we've gone on to like work out over the years that there wasn't just one yeah. YouTube channel. Um, and Josh may touch on them if he wants to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'd done my own. Uh, I was basically self-taught from my like graphic design and video making. So in school, I literally got the lowest grade in graphics and all the video stuff I, I learned from when I was, what, 12, making gaming videos and stuff. So that was the, the things that I... And I've learned over the years since even joining in Fairways. I've even learned even more. Oh, it's Photoshop. gone through the roof. Yeah. Like your your levels of competency have just flown since you've been with us. Like, and it's through self-development. Yeah. And um, so I, I knew nothing about like foster care, childcare or anything like that. I used to think fostering was adoption. That's <laughs> because I was just like 17, 18. Yeah, I think so, that's a common misconception. Yeah, but um yeah, I I joined and I think I think you were on holiday. I think you were in Vietnam or something. Mm. And um Sean wasn't in either, I don't think. Paul wasn't <laughs> there. So the only person and it was Steve. Mm. And he, he was like he was like my Mr. Miyagi of Fairways. He was Yeah, so Steve me. Steve is our IT officer within yeah. our team. And is the loveliest person. Yeah. So, go on. How was he your Mr. Miyagi? He was. He was basically just showing me around, and I, if I had any questions, so I had questions about the homes, what the names were, all that. He was. He was there. Like mm. he was sat next to me. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you came back, and um, work began. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a relaxing couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and I've. I. It makes me. Th- feel sick sometimes to think what if i didn't say yes to coming here mm. like what if i just what's the alternative stayed, reality what if i stayed there like i would be so depressed in that job it was so horrible <laughs> and now i'm actually having fun and i'm actually doing something i like and it's it's something that i've always wanted to do mm. so do you know someone who has a spare bedroom who's great with kids and looking for a fantastic career? Are you a Fairways employee and looking to earn some extra money? Then fear not. If you refer someone you know and they become a foster carer, then you receive £1,000. It's as simple as that. Visit fairways.co slash fostering for more info or email Paula Lewis at Fairways. Terms and conditions apply. So you started in May and then it was let me less than a year later, COVID hit. You were... Um, I mean, we were, for, for just for user reference, we were in the office in Southampton five days a week. Um, it was a very sociable office. Um, so then not being able to see anyone um, almost overnight, yeah, it, it happened or whatever. That came with huge amounts of changes. And sort of how did you cope with that? Yeah, I kind of like working on my own. I like working at home. Um, I'm more of just a keep to myself, do my kind of work person. Like, I, I don't mind it doesn't bother me speaking to people on teams because I guess it's a younger generation thing of like, it still feels like it's face to face with Mm. me because we're so used to it. Like just like calling people, but I guess for the older generation, (laughs) um, like it, it probably seems a bit less personable. Mm. And I think, uh, yeah, a bit of a flex. I think I might be the youngest employee in Fairways at the moment. You might have to fact check me Ooh, on that. We are going to fact check that one, I think. But I, I don't know. It, there might be one other apprentice or ex. Off the top of my head, I think you're running it close if you're not the youngest. Yeah. But I mean, that is one a hell of a statement to come out with I, 10 I minutes start- into our, our first show. <laughs> I started as, as the youngest. I remember that because there was no one else younger than me, I don't think. Mm. Um, and then obviously people have come and gone and 
yeah, I think I might still be the youngest and it, it's a lot of pressure being the youngest because <laughs> I still look like, I look like a young person sometimes. Yeah, and you get mistaken for any other young person, yeah. like any other young person in the office. Yeah. It will either be known as Josh or you'll be known as them. Or even even though I've finished two apprenticeships, I'm still looked at the apprentice, I'm the, mm. the little apprentice boy. But um, <laughs> Honestly, within, our, within the marketing team here, Josh could not be further from the tr- truth. Josh is one of the most concrete pillars um, within the team, with probably within the organisation, and anything that goes out, um, there's probably an eighty to ninety percent chance Josh has touched it in terms of graphics design and video work. Um, he's just phenomenal at everything. Which leads us on to our next task. So you, you you did your first apprenticeship. You you didn't particularly enjoy it. It was quite a generic apprenticeship in business administration. Yeah, it didn't really fit my job really because it was more like you know policies and all that kind of stuff and. Like generalist. Yeah, so I only got a pass grade on that, and I guess that's okay. It, mm. it is what it is. Yeah, it sort yeah. of like gave almost followed on from your feeling around college and school of not really enjoying yeah. education. I went through, I think, three different um, coaches as well, so there was a, a lot of change and a lot of different ways of learning each time. Yeah. Whereas my latest apprenticeship, I had the same one stuck through me for the whole one. Mm. So, uh, I mean, it's a lovely, lovely transition into your second apprenticeship. So Josh finished his first one after a year of, of um, being with with Fairways. There was, there was no um, second thought about keeping him on. We we 100% made that, that choice really quite early. And then we found a much more bespoke apprenticeship for you, which was a level three junior content producer uh, with Haven and South Downs College. Um, how did you find that? I know that you said that you only had the one assessor. Yeah, so I, I definitely preferred that. Um, Helen, my coach, she had to kind of adapt to my way of working. Um, I'm, I think she said multiple times, I'm the first person who actually like kind of pushed against the way that you learn it. Because mm. I think the standard way is like you just go off on your own, you write up your work and you upload it. But I'm not that good at like writing up or putting things into words, but I can show it. I can just do it and show you. I can't tell you how I do it, but I just do it. Real visual learner. Yeah. So my ways were like having to, you know, submit a video or submit some, like, I think every time we met, we had to do a, um, like a observation recording because she had to ask me the question and I had to answer what I had done and show them yep. instead of writing up a report and sending yeah, that across. Which, long essays. Yeah, which I preferred and um, she probably didn't prefer. But <laughs> So I, I recently met up with Josh's apprenticeship coach who describes him as a lovely person who cannot wait to come back and, and try and do another apprenticeship. But she asked for a few months off just in between <laughs> apprenticeships so that she could recover from the trauma that Josh put her through when he challenged the national framework and said, I, th- I think I've done enough when they said they thought they needed a little bit more. Um, I mean, it, it ended well, your second apprenticeship. Yeah. Distinction. Distinction. Luckily. Absolutely flew I thought through. I failed, but... Um, we, had, we had faith in you. And just a little snippet from one of my favourite memories is um, Josh held his, his endpoint assessment in this exact room where we're filming. And Josh has coined the term snackies. So whenever George is doing anything that might stress him out, or just day-to-day now, he will refer to uh, bringing snackies places, um, which aren't Scooby Snacks or anything of the sort. They are just snacks. snacks. <laughs> Animals, chocolate fingers, that's the one. Anything that you can imagine yeah. that, that makes the grade that day. 
No, I mean, fantastic. How did you find your, your second apprenticeship in general, though? It was much more... It, was, it, it fit my job role much easier, and I'm hoping to do another one. I'm hoping to... Uh, there will be a point where I get out of my apprenticeship phase. I'm not an apprentice anymore, and I'm actually just... Um, you know... You're just Josh. Yeah, I'm yeah. just uh, yeah, I'm a person. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely get that. And I used to be an apprentice. I started here a similar sort of age to Josh, and and that does happen. That you you suddenly don't end up as the boy anymore. You're suddenly the person that people go to to look at something specific rather than being that generous. But it will happen. It will happen. Yeah. Um. So you've you've made so many videos. You made so much content in your in your few years with us so far. What's been your favourite? Talk us through some of that experience. Well, <laughs> there is loads that you could choose from here. Yeah. So, I say my my favourite to film was the infamous Top Gun video. If you haven't seen the Top Gun video at this point, and you are with infos, you should be messaging Josh to ask for it. it it's just superb. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not going to say that was my favourite output video. Like it's, I wasn't most proud of the outcome of it um, because I edited it on Sony Vegas, which is just a, a old program. And then eventually we got better programs, better camera gear. We got better at acting. So <laughs> some of us got better at yeah, acting. Not it, all of it was us. our first thing that we filmed together, and um, it, it went well. It was for the conference, and um, it certainly got a few laughs, didn't it? Yeah, putting the marketing and IT team up on. Um, in a forty foot screen, yeah, pretending to to act out Top Gun was, was yeah. yeah. I mean, it got a laugh. My favorite, um, my favorite video that I think I'm most proud of that's already gone out and and how it looks is probably probably the Garden House video. Um, okay, well, where you interviewed Kev, yeah, the register manager. I think it's just the most solid video that we have. It, it has a good kind of storyline and it it was it's visually nice the music fits well and it mm. tells the right story and some of the shots are quite nice yeah that and the fort wallington like school video mm. those kind of videos are quite nice um yeah. am i right in thinking that during the, the garden house filming that the young people borrowed some of your camera equipment and took over for the day yes yes <laughs> that's right um yeah we let them do a few shots mm. but, yeah yeah um and then i think my one that I'm most excited, um, or that I've been most excited to release, and it's not out yet, is the Future Leaders video. Mm. And uh, this is like a leak to everyone, basically. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is a teaser, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it basically, I went up to Wales for the Future Leaders program, um, and I took the camera, I took the drone, I got some shots at the top of Penny Fan. Um, some shots there's a bit there's a bit of a jump there that you've missed out so you took all the camera gear and then you had to lug it to the top of penny fan yeah (laughs) with the help of the i was walking there's a shot of us walking at the top of penny fan and while walking i'm flying the drone can't really see where i'm going so i could have just fell off but um (laughs) we're ignore that don't listen to that health and safety team but um i was flying a drone walking and um like there's a really cool shot of everyone walking at the same time and then when we got to the top everyone's holding the banner and we're like panning out with the drone then there's ones of them going through the tunnel and all, all that kind of stuff mm. so you you got like a, a proper reality as to what future leaders entails there yeah. staying with them in the bunkhouse yeah um yeah i mean that was a, that was a big challenge i mean 
just taking that amount of kit and having to lug it around and knowing, you know, it's not something that you can necessarily improvise with because once you leave for the day, you, yeah. if you haven't got the kit on you, there is no going back. Yeah, yeah. So it's being properly organised. Making sure everything's charged and... Yep. I, I crashed the drone. I remember we got to the top of the mountain and... Um, I kind of tried taking off and um, I think it, the blade chipped a bit of grass or something and the whole drone just kind of flipped over and it like <laughs> rolled like a little bit down the hill and I was like, please don't go right down to the bottom because I literally died climbing up this. But um, it only went a little bit. It got like proper muddy and I was like, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, just that dust was it off. to happen. Yeah, and I, I broke like half the propellers, but um, hmm. that's an easy change anyway. So I mean, learning to fly the drone is probably... It's got to be up there as a highlight for, for yeah. year two with fairways or your most recent year with yeah. fairways. And it's quite easy to learn. Like it, It's just like a, a console controller where one one stick goes up, one stick goes to the side. And then yeah. you just click record and you know what shots look good. Yeah, so as long as you're confident at doing video games, yeah. you should be able to switch quite easily to uh, drone piloting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you say that they were your favourites and your most challenging and the one yeah. that you're most looking forward to release. Yeah. I'm looking forward to for people to see that. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, you've you've got exposure for everything that Fairways do here. Um, you know, being the go-to guy for filming. Um, you've touched on it a little bit, but do you do you see yourself going for another apprenticeship next? Sort of continue to develop yeah. those skills. I'm hoping that I can do a level four, um, probably of the same one that I've just done, so a content producer. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it just kind of has the same content but just added really mm-hmm. and yeah that's really it on that like i'm just waiting to hopefully go with the same college have the same assessor and that's that's the conditions is that i i don't want to do it with another assessor because i don't want to risk having having to teach them that. how you like to work again yeah yeah exactly You're nothing if not adaptable yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, and that—that that is certainly our plan—is is to accommodate that level of learning. Yeah. Um, you know, within Fairways, we we really value apprenticeships. We really value apprentices. And you know, contrary to to some organisations, we won't name any, but they don't. We don't believe in cheap labour for the sake of cheap labour. We want to see these people come in, be developed, and continue into to you know senior management. You know, you've had the journey of coming in quite young. But apprentices and apprenticeships now, sorry, can can happen at any age and and there's no reason that whether you're 16 or 60 you can't be undertaking apprenticeships yeah yeah no leads me on to friday night friday the 10th of february it is a couple of days ago now josh was nominated for apprentice of the year within the portsmouth business excellence awards he was even got as far as a shortlisted finalist and then we found out he was on holiday for the awards. <laughs> How did that feel? Um, so I didn't even know that I was nominated. So I had this holiday booked before. Um, and then you told me I was nominated. And then it happened to be literally both the days. So the Haven't and South Down ones and the Portsmouth ones were both on the days that I was out. So you guys attended. Mm. Um wasn't really checking my phone because it was mine and my fiance's anniversary, but whatever. We'll let you off. Yeah, <laughs> um, but um, I did see the message of like I didn't win, and it, the game is the game. <laughs> yeah, as, as you have said this morning, the game is the game. Yeah, like you know what? It was it was really disappointing that you firstly couldn't be there, but secondly, 
the fact that you didn't win, and, and I'm desperately trying to cover up being a sore loser here um, <laughs> on your behalf. Um, but in both scenarios, both the Havant and South Downs College Awards and the Portsmouth Business Excellence, you were highly commended. Um, and you are, I mean, for me personally, I think you're an example of what a great uh, apprentice can look like in terms of helping an organisation. It's got to be a two-way relationship, and I think for Fairways, you've really stepped up and are delivering and showing the value of apprenticeships. Yeah. No. How how would you have felt if you had one, or is it too too close to? You still know. feeling too bitter? Oh, nah, I don't, I don't know. I um I would have felt happy. <laughs> <laughs> good vocabulary. Yeah, um, happy. Good word. Yeah. No, I um. I guess yeah, I, w- I would have felt grateful and, and happy. Um, it, it doesn't mean too amazing to me because I don't know what apprentice of the year really means. Like, did I did I apprentice a lot? Did I like <laughs> like I don't know what that means. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. It was an award that you didn't personally enter yourself. No. So yeah, you weren't yeah. overly disappointed when you didn't walk away with the trophy. No, no, no. Okay. Um. Well, that sort of leads us towards the end of this podcast. Um, but before we end, I'd like to ask Josh to begin a tradition. And I'd like to ask you to fill in our special book. So coming back to the start of the podcast, you might sense where we get this idea from. But here I'm just passing Josh a book for those who can't see. Um, so in the book, I'd like Josh to ask a question to our next guest on the podcast, except he doesn't know who's next. He has no idea who's going to be in the hot seat next. And this question could vary from what's your favorite dinner to something really profound um, that will take a little while to answer. So once he's done, the book will be firmly closed and he um, and we will only reopen it on the next episode when our next guest is sat there. And they'll have to answer that question before filling in their own. Josh, have you thought of a question? Yes. There's a lot of tension. As Josh writes in the book for the first time. So we don't want you to read it out. We don't want you to say what the question is. We just need you to uh, to fill in the page. And then shut the book. I'm just going to ask this. And it doesn't have to be career related. It can be it life can related. Be anything. You can ask someone if they like turkey dinosaurs. How did you know? <laughs> Sign it at the bottom. Yeah, if you can sign the book for me, nice and big, and then date it, just so um, our guests can make sure that we're not not cheating with the questions in the order. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Thank you so much for doing that. So, thank you. So, Josh will have the privilege of joining us on the Fairways podcast as we move through the season. So keep an eye out for him throughout Fairways if you get the chance to see him. And if you don't, then you'll probably see something that he's either graphically designed or edited um, coming up on our socials. Um, thank you for your time today. Thanks. And thank uh, you. is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with? No, I don't think so. I think tune in for the next episode. Um, the guest is going to be a good one. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be <laughs> a good one. Guaranteed to be a good one. Yep. I'll make sure of it. Um, and I guess we're signing this off like every podcast ever, aren't we? Yeah. Like, follow, and subscribe.